It's the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood back for another week. It's the original trio, me, RDT, and Banks coming at you recording on a Wednesday night, midweek show after a – I'm still buzzing from the incident house on Sunday, fellas. Mm. I'm still feeling that energy. Still buzzing so, that Cubano that night. Mm. Yes. Oh, thank you to our friends that don't know for that Cubano. We'll give them a free ad on that one. That was – just a lovely cube, and I had the exact same thing. Banks, we we had a nice little time together with the uh, with Spenny and Jake there after the incident analysis. RDT was still taking his shirts off. I can only assume. I was getting ready for softball, and then it got canceled. So I was in oh. bed. That's a dagger. God, I hate that for you. Yeah. You know who returns this week, RDT, to a field near you? Oh, the pandas. I'm guessing the pandas. Yes, that's correct. Yes. yes. Yeah, buddy. Going for a 15th Volo City uh, boot. I don't know how many of those are kickball. I think it's like 10 or kickball or 11 or kickball. It might be but, more. might be everything yeah. but two or what three. Are, what are the other um, five? I think they've won. I think they won in a softball. One of the I don't remember. We'll have to get Panda Historian Alex Carroll on the show at some point to uh, to go through those details. That that I you know I don't claim to know. But yeah, back Thursday night, cup in hand. McKendry Rowe. So if there's any listeners that are any other teams in the league, we'd love to hear from you. We'll see if we take I, you on. I was at Swan Park last night playing it in some Volo softball. Swan Park. All right. Right yeah. down the street. Um, there's multiple teams in the league named sit on my base. Like, <laughs> go back go back to the drawing board on this. Like, come there's, on. A, there's also two teams named um, Booze on first and one named Bruise on first. So Bruise on three- first. I give more credit because booze on first seems like the original bruise on first is like a, 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 they branch off a little bit, but, and I would agree with, with Brian, like sit on my base is, couldn't be more, pl- be more played out. Mm-hmm. We also have I a do. team called the Alcoholics. <laughs> I've, I've heard that one, but do you Our- want to hear these? Do you guys want to, do you guys want to give me what you think the worst name is? I have the team names in front of me. We can do <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. The first team is the don't know Jag, and then it just cuts out. So I don't know if it's Jaggers. I don't know. I don't know if they're associated with don't know. Then the Jag lobsters, off. which oh could be. Um, then the lobsters. Then the rope walk blackout. I like the crew. lobsters. I like the lobsters. I, I I challenge the rope walk blackout crew because I don't ever see anybody at rope walk, so I don't know if that exists. Maybe they're <laughs> oh, old rope walk God. attendees. Wow. Um, I mean, I'm just. I mean, let's just tell it like it is. <laughs> I mean, um, let's tell it how it is. We could unpack the the rope walk thing for a while. Yeah, here. yeah. And we, by the way, not we we I, we. Me and Banks talked about this a few weeks ago. How much we loved rope walk, and it just it just unfortunately isn't the same. And we want rope walk to be back where rope walk used to, because rope walk's a Correct. unique spot. It's a cool freaking spot. Whatever. That's a that's another yeah. podcast. Tune into the we Patreon when we shit on more small businesses. Yeah, where we, yeah. <laughs> now, I will say, no one also gives more free shout-outs to every place in Fed Hill than this show. So, That's true. Um, so, <laughs> hey, go to Rope Walk. I, w- I want people in Rope Walk. Go play the Connect Four Papa, or Papa Shot. Go throw some, some ski balls. Um, two booze on first teams. Dragging our balls. Mm. Begging for mercy. Recess wow. All Star. I'm assuming that was supposed to be Recess All Stars, and they just typed it in wrong because the A is got to keep it All Star now. It's just hilarious. Uh, Bruise on first. Sit on my base. The neighbors. Belt Street Boys. 
Michelob Ultra, which I actually thought was pretty decent. They now they better have Michelob Ultra at on their team every single time. If they're not, they're mm-hmm. absolute fraud. B, VB, I'm gonna start putting bulletin board material on for all these teams. VB visitors, don't forget the balls, the pandas, and it looks like we got black as our color, which we never get, which we always ask for. So it looks like we may have gotten that based on our little circle here. Osama kickballing. That's <laughs> just that's that's so that's bad. A good one. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> Christopher, comma Michael, and then it cuts off. So I don't know what that is. Another sit on my base. This time in all lowercase. Grand Slam piece is ten point ten and a half. The Grand How Slam piece is coming to and kickball. Twenty four. What the fuck? How? Good business by Bolo. I don't know. One kick wonders, force balls, and the alcoholics. One kick wonders. I've also believe been in this league before. The grand is four teams in it. <laughs> Play the same no. team like eight times. No, 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 no. no. It's, it's an unbalanced schedule in Volo City Cup in hand Thursday night kickball. Jesus, Christ. unbalanced schedule. So our team name is the, the entire the entire national anthem. That's our team name. Literally, they just copy and pasted every lyric to the national anthem. <laughs> Um. Uh, there was a lot of bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of bad ones. I, I think Kickalove Ultra was my favorite. I think that's the one that stood out. It's like, all right, that's that's. Um, that was good. What is it? The kick, the All Stars. I like the All Stars or whatever they were. You like Osama Kickballing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Put me down for an Osama Kickballing. Sign me up for them. If you're looking for another person, hey, I I would love to be a member of the Ben, ben Ballin. I believe I believe oh, who who had the t- the Osama tweet about how he's like, oh, he should have been hooping. Oh. oh, Terry, scary Terry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, such a should have been hooping. He's like, damn, he was six foot seven. He should have been ho- He should have been a hooper or something like that. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, I, I yeah. Sit on my base is probably the worst because it's so unoriginal. I agree. And that's who we see tomorrow. That is who Call we see out. tomorrow. Call yeah. them out. Sit on my base. We play uh, – we have sit on my base in the first game. We play the Bell Street Boys in the second game. They need to have girls on their team as well. Um, the Alcoholics in the third game. Don't forget the balls in the fourth game. Osama kickballing in the fifth game. I may go and to that play, I may show up we play, we, play, we We are bookended by playing both sit on my bases. The uppercase team to start, the lowercase team to finish. So that's your that's your schedule um, for the Pandas. So can't wait to be back on the Diamond and try to um, translate what we've been seeing on the Diamond in Baltimore all throughout the summer and now into the fall. The Baltimore Orioles, um, we gave many thoughts on the last week in Orioles on the Sunday show in terms of the Rays series, but you know a ton has now happened in the last three days. Orioles go to Houston and take a series that I think going in, you would have probably expected them to lose considering the circumstances coming into the Monday game. Um, that is a day where you would love to have a day off, but they fly to Houston right after the celebration um, and win, in a, win a crazy game. Um, Cedric Mullins hits the home run in the ninth uh, to, to lift them in that one. Come back and then win the series, win the series on Tuesday. I was like, surely this is now going to be a letdown game. They come back and win the series um yesterday and then win uh, another winnable game today two to one um where rdt texted in our group chat in the middle of the game can't wait for the walk-off for houston um so there you absolutely have it and some not nice things about mr fuji but um would you like to comment on your comments about mr fuji do you want to start th- well let's let's start here 
let's start actually with the negative. We always start with the positive. We will start briefly <laughs> with the start negative. With the negative. You um, expressed some concerns about this bullpen today, Eric. Mm. Do you think that is ultimately what limits the ceiling of this team? Or do you think that when you get into a playoff situation, you kind of have your guys a little more like at the ready, you hope, because you're just, you know, you're not as stretched out. Maybe you you can start kind of survive. You, I mean, you would hope that. It's just right now, and it is tough. And again, I get, I mean, they're in the middle of playing a billion games in a billion days with, you know, one day off, which is next Monday. Um, so they're playing a lot of baseball. And again, the pit, the starting pitchers are not going deep um, outside of Grayson and then a Bradish, you know, to, um, on was what's today, Wednesday, his last start and Grayson, obviously on Saturday, but a lot of these guys is just Kyle Gibson didn't even make it to five yesterday. Um, you know, so obviously that's wearing down the bullpen. Um, and they were good, you know, I mean, they've just had their ups and their downs and this series, even though, like you said, the Orioles won two out of three, the sign up for a series went in Houston. I mean, I think they've won two years in a row now in Houston, the season series, but like you said, coming off that, um, just, just a, an emotional game on Sunday, fly directly to Houston. Like you said, the hangover game, and they end up kind of pulling that one out of their ass with Mullins in the end. But the bullpen, I mean, Fuji was awful that night. Means, I thought Means looked good again. I thought Means, he's not striking people out. He was never the big strikeout guy. But Means went five, gave up four, um, one earned run. I think against that lineup, absolutely. Like, sign me up for that. No doubt. Um, You're taking that every single time from him right now. Yeah, and then, you know, they bring in Fuji, a third of an inning, three hits, three runs. Didn't walk anybody, but again, he just he couldn't get anybody out. And you kind of were like, all right, whatever. It's, you know, okay. Jacob Webb comes in. He gives up a run. Um, you know, he gives up a hit. Danny Coulomb comes in, gives up a run. He gives up a home run. Michael Bauman comes up. He gives in a home. He gives up a home run. CNL Perez, who I wanted off this team, you know, the first half of the, the season, he's been awesome ever since. I mean, I think he's scoreless in 23 um, outings now. He's his, he's been fantastic. And he, his at bat to strike out, um, Jordan at the end of the game last night was one of the the best at bats like pitching wise I've ever seen. It was disgusting. It was all over pitching ninja. It was gross. Cano came in for a, a guy and, and a batter and struck him out. But then again, I mean, it was shaky. Tuesday night was kind of the same thing. I'm pulling up the box score now, but everybody just DL Hall. I, I will say I want to give props to DL. Came in on his birthday. Hey, happy birthday! Here's a guy in first and second. Oh, by the way, there's Jordan Alvarez at the plate. To get out of that, and to get out of that was huge. And I don't know who it was, but they tweeted, "This is where we find out if DL Hall is playoff ready." And I think he's playoff ready. He looked awesome. He should have had a one-two-three, you know, outing where he got out Alvarez. I think he should have got out Altuve. It was. Who was it? It was. Oh no! It was he got he got out Alvarez. He should have got out Tucker, who got on due to an error, and then he struck out Jose Abreu with a disgusting pitch. So again, I mean that's. Those are not three easy hitters to face. So props to him. Then again, Jorge comes in, gives up the home run. Flaherty, I'll give Jack his props. That's another guy that I've been down on, and a lot of people have. He, you know, we we didn't talk about that, but he's in the bullpen now, and we don't know if it's for the long term, for the short term. But if he can kind of find it out of the bullpen, that's another weapon. And and again, they, yep. they need the they need these arms. So he went two innings. Cano looked awesome, and then again, Perez came in and got the save. Um, Today was tough, though. The, the, the Wednesday day game. Again, Kyle Bradish, incredible. I mean, one of the best. He's just a dog every time out. And I have his stats here. 
Shout out to Melanie for tweeting this. Zero runs in 22 and two-thirds of an inning pitched against the Astros with 25 strikeouts. I mean, that's it. He's, he's a very good pitcher, and he's turned into an awesome, awesome pitcher right before our eyes this season, the second half of last season. So that was great to see. But, again, it comes down to them not scoring, and that's what people were getting on me about. Like, oh, the offense scored one run. I was like, I know, you know, obviously you got to score to win, but the bullpen, I mean, you get handed a lead in the eighth, you kind of have to, you, you got to be able to put it away. So it did suck to not get the sweep, but um, again, Fuji did not look good again today. I think he walked Alvarez on four pitches, gave up a, uh, gotten out on a liner and then walked the next guy on four pitches. Just did not look good. Him in high leverage situations has not looked great lately. Um, I know he was scoreless, I think coming into the series in September, but it's still, it's like, these are playoff this is a playoff atmosphere. Like you got to be able to, to kind of channel it and harness it in. And he doesn't seem to be able to do that. Hopefully he can get his confidence back. And, and, you know, somebody said, well, you know, at the beginning of the year when we got him, he said he was nervous and it's like, that's fine. But again, we're two months into this. You can't be playing the I'm nervous card in the playoffs. You just, you can't like, you can't blink in the playoffs. So I am worried still about the bullpen. Nobody's really stepping up outside of the lefties, DL Perez and guys like that. So we need, we need a righty to step in badly to, to kind of stop this bleeding. And, an off day sure would be nice. I will tell you that much. I don't want any double headers in Cleveland because they have four there. But man, would a, would a rain out sometime soon be nice to just get these guys some rest because God knows they need it. Thanks. It's kind of a, a race to the finish line here, and, and the clock is moving against the Rays. Um, I think it's huge, obviously, with the Rays going to um, you know face the Angels here, and who's just an absolute Lost doormat. Man. We've talked. We've talked a ton about the angels on this podcast relative to how much we should talk about them um for us to to go down there and get two out of three at houston and pretty much just tread water plus pick up that half game um on monday it's just massive and so mm-hmm. you look at the schedule the rest of the way the orioles are in great shape um have a bunch of home games um cleveland pretty much fallen out of it if i'm not mistaken um so they're totally in the driver's seat and time is going to run out on the Rays here. And then when it does, yeah, you win the division, you get that rest for the bullpen while all the other mm-hmm. teams duke it out in those three game series. Plus you probably get the couple of days at the end of the season against the Red Sox where you could kind of play around and put some guys in some interesting spots and, and just kind of, I don't know, use it as mostly rest, but also, um, I don't know, throw Mike Bauman out there for three, four innings for in a situation in which he wouldn't otherwise pitch like mm-hmm. all. It is a little bit of a blitz to get to that finish line so that you can shift into that mode, but all the pieces are right there in front of them to get that done. And that Monday off day is going to be huge where you're just going to stand back, evaluate where they're at. Hopefully the lead is still two and a half, maybe more at that point. And you just know right there in front of you on that final homestand what you need to do to finish up the division, get your hundred wins to get yourself that pat on the back, and uh, be on your merry way. Yeah, the shout out to the Angels. I think after that win tonight, maybe they go for it. Maybe they you know bring some guys up or trade for some guys and and find a way to get some you know people in. Maybe they can get everybody back to the playoffs run that they're making. Where are the Eagles playing this week? Because it's going to be tough to try and get out away from that <laughs> I think game. they're at home Monday night against the Bucks. I believe. Oh, oh, this is a prime time. <laughs> they're like dapping up Jalen Hurts. I think it's at home. Swift. I think it's a, it's in Philly. 
Oh, um, he's he's one hundred percent going to be there too. No, they are. Uh, yeah, they're sixty nine and eighty three. How about the A's? Forty six and one hundred six. My oh my, lost seven in a row. Um, yeah, I think the points you guys made made were spot on. I, I want to make sure we give uh, Ryan O'Hearn another pat on the back for the other night. I mean, this guy is just disgusting at this point. Um, what he's doing is, you know, he's got all of the, you know, there's been like the last three days has been the prime time for like every buddy that does a baseball show to do a segment on like how the Orioles have built their team after like Mm -hmm. sort of the excitement of Sunday, like MLB networks on like four segments on it that have crossed Twitter, blah, blah, blah. And it talks, you know, obviously about, you know, you know, all the names, you know, and Ryan O'Hearn right now is, you know, the best hitter on the team, (laughs) a guy that, you know, besides Gunner, the, a guy that, you know, was pretty much cast aside um, in his career at some point and now at 30 years old is, is sort of having his star-making moment. So I have to give him some flowers there. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with you, Banks. This is a the, the Orioles are now in a weird spot because you had such a euphoric Sunday where that almost felt like they clinched the division, but they still mm-hmm. have work to do to win the division. And it's not as if they took the, ga- the foot off the gas pedal at all. They won – a series in Houston, which I honestly didn't think they were going to win. I, I thought they that they would drop two in Houston, um, and it Houston could tighten up the if games. the Rays. Houston needs the games. Yeah, like these are gigantic, they were gigantic games for Houston. Correct. That was, I was like, there's just this is going to be t- like you know you wouldn't blame them if you go down there and you lose that. I, I thought they would lose the Monday game, win Tuesday, and then lose the getaway day game just because it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and for them to come back and win that game on Monday was was huge, as you guys said. Um, but they're in a weird spot where it's like you're you feel like you're so close. It feels like they should already be across the finish line. Like they should be resting for the playoffs right now because you've like had your final kind of battle against the Rays, who have been the team you've been battling against in the standings all year. Um, and you feel like you're up on them. You won the season series, you have the tiebreaker, but you still need to get enough wins to get across the finish line. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hope that, you know they can go in this weekend and kind of take care of business, give themselves the, the couple games they need. And then at that point, be able to kind of lay off the gas a tick to give some guys some rest. Um, Cause you're right. Arditi, you pointed this out either last week or the week before about just the lack of off days they have coming down the stretch. Um, they needed to win the division. If only just to get the off days because them rolling into a wild card series would be tough. Obviously they're in certainly in pole position, you know, you know, in a perfect spot, you know, control their own destiny, use all the cliches you want for the division. Um, but man, I think those, those days off would be huge for them to get, get everything reset, get your starting pitching in order. Let Adley Rushman, you know, heal up his knees for having to catch all these games um, and, and kind of get ready to go. But yeah, you, you know, I said, start with the negative about the bullpen. I think you broke it down super well, RET, but to roll it back around to the positive before we move on, that's a hell of a serious win. I mean, it just tells you continually everything you know need to know about the team that we've been saying for a really long time. Um, you know, some are, you know, maybe just getting into the idea that the Orioles are a sustainable franchise. I think we've been saying that for a while. Um, and we're, and we, we're just, yeah. And we're moving on I, from there. I want to touch on that a little bit with the fan base. And this is the hysterics that happen every time baseball teams and their fans lose games and stuff. Yeah, I think the bullpen is probably one of the the potential problem areas for this team come postseason. But sometimes you lose baseball games, and sometimes it's the bullpen. Sometimes you don't hit. Sometimes you don't do this. Sometimes you don't do that. We don't have to do a whole, like, dissection of the bullpen situation 
when they lose a game because we have gone out and taken games against other teams' bullpens consistently. And it's just there's the, the, the ebbs and flows that come with the season. And, um, man, I, I, Fujinami has been through so much the last two months where he's looked awesome at times. And then he comes yeah. in and throws a ball over somebody's head. <laughs> it seems like every appearance he does that. Um, I don't know. It's just I, I, I just wish and it's not the first time I've, I've shared a sentiment like this. Like, I just wish we could just chalk something up to the that's just baseball. And mm-hmm. just yeah. Kind of and you just forward. because if one ninety five games, you're not going to win all of them. You just here's. <laughs> yeah. Here's my point, um, because I'm just regurgitating an old take. Here's the point I'm trying to make. The Orioles are a great baseball team, and I feel like the fans are trying to find reasons to to not fully embrace that or believe that that's who we are. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, something has to go sideways here. It just has to. Everyone's we're, waiting for We're the Orioles. Normal. We just have to have a problem. Like, there has to be one. And, yeah, every team has its weak spots, but this team is not going to suddenly turn into a 70-win team like Vegas had expected in October. Like we're yeah. a great team for a lot of reasons. And sometimes your strengths overcome those weaknesses. And we continue to do that week in, week out, series in, series out. Um, so yeah, we'll keep an eye on the bullpen, but is the sky falling because we we dropped a game here in Houston against oh, by the way, like a 90, 95 win team, World Series defending champions, like these things happen. They absolutely yep. happened on Sunday and Monday to the Rays and, and, and the Astros at the hands of us. So when it happens to yep. us, just be like, good baseball team. They beat us today. We'll go get them tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. And I think part of that probably comes from two things. One, like the just gigantic scar tissue on the entire fan base for just years and years of being terrible. And so you're just waiting for it to turn because it's, always turn badly for the most part lately and the like the like projection of stress that you're going to have because you don't feel like those guys are going to get get it done in the games that you're anticipating they're going to matter but i agree with you i agree with you in the sense that i agree with you because you just can't win like winning 10 baseball games in a row or four in a row is just very hard just doesn't like just you're just going to sometimes be in a spot where guys are a little bit tired and as you said the team on the other side that's playing at home that needs the game terribly, terribly bad is just gonna beat you at some point. Like, mm-hmm. also, it's not also as if what? they went to Oakland and and Fujinami blew it in front of three thousand people. It's like that's a game the Astros had to win today. Also, at this point, what are we gonna do about it? Like, yeah, yeah. it's these yeah, are the guys. Like, what, this is this is it. This, this is, is the got. group that you're going to war with. Yeah. I, I know that we got. You know, you get these types of appearances, and it's like you can't. You just can't put them on the playoff roster. You can't do it. And I, I'm sure in a week, week and a half, we're going to we're going to sit down. We're going to feel great about being division champs. We're going to you know, change gears. We're going to look at what the 25, 26 guys. I don't know what the, the playoff rosters get set up at at this point. 26. 26. Yeah, we're going to figure out what we got. We're going to look at the big picture and hopefully not the most recent outing that somebody's had where, you know, just even if, an, if a, a reliever is having a great year. And they've got a 1.52 ERA. That means one to two outings out of every nine was a bad outing mm-hmm. where something probably went sideways. Like it happens. So, yeah, I know some guys have some inflated ERAs in the bullpen. You got guys coming along and you, you ride the flow up and down. But 
Um, I think we just we're just gonna ride with what we got because what else can you do? Yep. Real quick too. Did you see our friends at Jimmy's who had tweeted free crab cakes for your entire team and social media department if you win tonight at Angels? So, mm. so they responded back. Looked like we've got our 2024 opening day meal covered. <laughs> mm. Pretty good. Pretty good. Glad they're it? able to have some fun out there. <laughs> good for them. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> that's very good. Good job by Jimmy's. Um, as RDT said, at Cleveland next, final four road games, regular season road games of the year. Um, four, and then they have uh, six at home to end it. Two against our friends at the Washington Nationals, and then four against Boston. So the um, division clinching situation is going to happen at home. I mean, essentially, unless something crazy happens. Yeah, I think their, their magic number is down to seven. So again, I mean, if they win the first three, now, if they win and, four and the Rays win three or yeah, lose yeah. three, then bam, that happens Sunday. That's yeah, the, that feels scenario and improbable, Tampa, but yeah. Tampa, I believe, plays Toronto like seven more times. I think in the they next do. ten games, which is a why. I mean, that's crazy because again, that's when I had broken it down. Like, here's who the Orioles play. Here's who here's who the the Rays play. It's like you you obviously take the Orioles schedule every time because I don't I'm, let me see who they play the Rays play in the I've, middle. I've got it. They've got one, they've got two against Boston in between six against Toronto. But again, and I mean one more two, game tomorrow night against the, the Angels or those games. Toronto games. Those are basically playoff games for them. I mean they're they're still fighting to get in. So again, that's not a team like Boston and the Nationals who are kind of just like the Orioles had been for years, being like, all right, let's just. Let's get this over with. Let's, you know, kind of mail this in, like kind of what I thought the uh, the Angels were doing this week. But so, the I mean, the Orioles have, again, if they just take care of business, three out of four, do something like that, you know, they, they're going to be sitting pretty. And, I mean, could you imagine a, a, a five or six game, four game stretch, and then and then they can do what Brian was talking about, where pressure's off, you've already won the division, you, you can rest your guys, and you can kind of do whatever funky things you need to do. So, yeah, I mean, again, this is, this is series is just as big, you know, as the Rays one. They just have to keep winning, and and that magic number is, is slowly inching down. So, Yeah, Toronto's been an absolute dogfight with these teams, with uh, Texas and Seattle. Yeah. It's like nobody wants to win that. I mean, Texas has been god-awful. And, and Houston. I mean, and Houston, theoretically. I mean, they're have leading seen, the division, but. Have you seen their record at home, Houston? They're 39 and 39 at home. That's incredible. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah, that's not very good. Do those teams, any of those teams finish against each other? That could be electric yeah, on the final day. So, ta- so it's Tampa at Toronto. It's Tampa at Toronto. Oh, my goodness. Texas is at Seattle for the final four of the year. Oh, that would oh, be fun. Man. That would be a good. Uh, they also play Seattle for three this weekend. And then they get the Angels in the middle. The Angels are all involved here. Very involved. Houston. So Houston's got to have the easier part of that schedule then if they don't get either of those teams. Oh, no, Houston goes to Seattle, the, the series before the final week, and then ends at Arizona, who's also playing for something. So that could be very, very good. They do get Kansas City this weekend, which is a nice – Yeah. Is a nice – uh, It's like a kind of- little soft um, situation for the uh, for Kansas City. It was 51-102. and 102. Um, But Arizona is in the middle of the – is in the middle of the wild card race in the NL. So um, – they're going to be playing for something. God, that's very fun. That could be a very fun final day because the NL wild card is very exciting too. 
So it feels it, it feels good to again not there's still there's there's still stuff work to be done, but it feels good to not be in a race like that where it's like oh my goodness, yeah. I, I mean the I mean, the the one in the the one in between Houston, Seattle, and Texas is awesome. That's well, so, so it's going to come down to one team out of what Houston. Houston, Seattle, Toronto, and Texas. One of those is going to miss the playoffs, correct? Am I thinking about that right or no? Yes. Well, two of them could. I will say, if if Booney can rip off um, a no, no, don't, nine-game don't win this. streak here, he can still be involved as well. So no, I don't want. I don't want to. Di- I don't want to. I don't want to discount that. No. They they are they have lost three in a row, unfortunately, after getting back into contention at seventy-six and seventy-three. But I just don't want to discount well, that. He got booted again uh, tonight. So saw that fighting for his guys. Got to love that. Fucking loser. So um, yeah, yeah. So one, so one of the one of those teams is going to miss out: Toronto, Tampa, Seattle, or Texas. No, Tampa's in. Yeah, th- that's right. I'm sorry. So Toronto, Seattle, Texas. One of those is going to miss out. Or Houston. Or Houston. That's right. I think Houston. Or Houston. I, I don't know. Houston's a half game up in the division. But I had a both of them. It's all that's all, those teams are all right on top of each other right now. Yeah, and, and yeah, I mean like like Toronto's won five in a row, Seattle's won three in a row, Texas won two in a row. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean you, it's that's going to be a just a bloodbath finish. Yeah, and you that's said it right. Crazy. That's not where you want to be. So the Orioles continue to be in good standing, and um, playoff tickets are starting to be sold soon here soon. And apparently. 10 a.m. tomorrow, I think they go on sale to like the general public or something like that. I, I don't know. So I know. there you go. Good luck. May the luck ever. What is it? May the luck be ever in your May favor. May the odds be ever in your favor. Good luck. There is a Hunger, there is a Hunger Games prequel coming out this fall. So that's. Oh, come on. Another one. Yeah. Um, Rachel Zegler, I believe, is the star. Um, so, yeah. So can't wait for the playoff. Can't wait for playoff baseball. Seventh and eighth is when they can host. I think if they win the division, they're the first two home games is what the yeah. reports are. Yeah. They have a guaranteed, again, at least two guaranteed home games, either the third and the fourth, if they, if they're in the wild card of the seventh and the eighth, which I think the seventh is the Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks concert. Correct. I believe. Yep. So still don't know what they're going to do with that, but it's mm. not, I really don't care. <laughs> I think the birds are just getting the first game of the day at like 12, 15 PM. And, and the party is just going to keep rocking the fucking year six or whatever. Cannot wait for to go to some of those games. All right, let's move on. Uh, I don't think we need to go to too many Ravens um, details here. Spenny and Jake jumped on the jumbo set that came out this morning uh, for a little deep dive. And then there'll be a Ravens preview later in the week. Um, regarding all that stuff. So um, Ravens are 2-0. and I think that's all that matters here. Unless you have anything to add on your Ravens, Banks. No, I feel good. The the one little hiccup along the week here is Justice Hill might be out. We're kind of waiting and seeing. Kenyon Drake is back. Yeah. Um, so there's that, you know. Why not just – if Latavius Murray was, was on the market, I'm sure we would grab him too. Yeah. Or two touchdowns. Where's Le'Veon Bell? I know. He looks great. We don't need to ask that question. <laughs> you can miss me with that one. Uh, and, Kim, and Kim Kardashian and Odell. That's true. Um, a lot of people want to make something of that. I'm not going to. It's just not my bag. There you go. You don't. There you go. You, you don't you have a hot take our, about that. Just don't give go, a fuck, man. I just. You can go to uh, our Patreon for my uh, 30 minutes of analysis on that celebrity relationship. Yeah. And that's only behind the paywall. 
Let's go to the starting five draft presented by Fed Thrill. I haven't drafted in a while, the three of us fellas, so good to be back on the draft game. Um, get you, go to fedthrill.com. You can use the promo code EXIT52 to get a discount on a variety of styles from our friends at Fed Thrill, um, locally-based company, and they do a wonderful, wonderful job. So go get your sunglasses um, f- and support local. Promo code EXIT52, fedthrill.com. Uh, gents, over the past couple of weeks, um, one of the greats, Jimmy Buffett, uh, passed away. Um, I don't think I need to define to the listenership who that is. Um, one of the all-time easy-listening music guys um, who a lot was beloved by a lot of people. And I can't remember who suggested this as the topic uh, to honor him. Banks, thank you. Um, we're going to draft – all-time good vibes, guys. All-time good vibes, guys. Buffett is on the table here. Somebody wants to pick him, obviously. Um, so all-time good vibes, guys. I'm going to do the draft randomizer. Do you guys have any specific Jimmy Buffett memories you'd like to recount before we jump into this? Um, no memories, per se. I think uh, him writing a song called Let's Just Get Drunk and Screw is, is an all-time <laughs> – all-time songwriting moment. Um, so, what do you want to call this one, that, Jim? What, what yep. should we? Uh, what, what are we thinking here? So, yeah, Jimmy B. What a ledge! All right, uh, Banks, you have the first pick. Uh, I have. Oh, RDT has the second pick. I have the third pick. Banks, going off the top of his head, definitely didn't want to go first. No, I wanted Jimmy Buffett. I'm taking Jimmy Buffett, all-time great fives guy. That's the reason when he when he passes away, you do the draft. And not a very dramatic or surprising pick here, but um, can can you really think of anything or any song or anything he did that just wasn't just good energy, just positive happiness? And, you know, is him licensing everything the way he did Key West and Margaritaville and all these is just – tremendous vibes and people the i mean the following that he had um and it was pretty shocking the way he passed away just in terms of i don't know that anybody saw it coming i don't know that anybody saw or knew that he was sick um yeah there was definitely not a lot out there but um yeah just the parrot heads i'd never went to a concert but i kind of wish i did um just to kind of see what that scene's like um but yeah, Jimmy B. One of the somebody tweeted it. I don't, I don't know who it was, but it was like one of the all time guys that totally sold out to corporate America, and just nobody cares. <laughs> I'm just like, we're fine with it. We'll go to the Margaritaville uh, things and get like forty dollars shrimp. We just, it's fine. We're, we're gonna. That's something we're gonna do. <laughs> he is. Uh, he, already, he became corporate America basically. Like he, he did. Yeah. 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 They're, I think they're putting so a margarita. They're trying to put a margaritaville. Um, in Ocean City, like a resort or something. I think that's I not that surprising. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, it hasn't happened already. Yeah, seriously. Artie, do you have the second pick? Um, I'm going. I'm going kind of a different direction. Well, not really. Uh, sports, though. Um, Scott Van Pelt. He just seems like an all like, just an again all time vibes. Whether it's on the show, um, you know the the old radio show dicking around with with you know Rosillo and those guys um whether it's i mean the drunk voicemail from Dewey whether it's the pictures hung up at Starboard like all that stuff just screams good vibes 
I think he's he seems like again one of the good eggs, and there's never any bad stories. And again, my my good vibes guys like criteria was kind of just like people who you like would enjoy being around and just laughing your ass off. Like I think that would be a very fun person to just be around and and be in company with. So I think SVP he I think he was the first person that came to mind after uh, Banks said you know let's do this one. So I'm I'm sticking with with Scotty Van Pelt. Not gonna argue that he's got to be among our most picked people in different drafts i feel like he's been in a couple yeah okay i i have two here i'm gonna start out uh with the beach boys i feel Mm. like you know not a lot of musicians have ever defined good vibes quite like the beach boys literally good vibrations is a song that just feels like good vibes from a sound standpoint and they just have a bunch like surfing usa i mean they're just it's just beach it's it's vibes under the boardwalk me and my dad last year um, after football, and then we watched, We did the classic watch football, watch 60 Minutes. Um, a Beach Boys special came on. My dad loves the Beach Boys, and we sat there and watched it. It was like other artists came in and like covered their songs in front of all of them. And it was just like they have so many good songs. I mean, just like banger after banger after banger. I was going to say they, they're they one of the bands where you listen to something like that and you're like, oh, I didn't know they sang this. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, this is a good song. And you're, and then that's when you're like, oh, shit, they do have a lot of absolute bangers on them. So yeah. it's a good one. So I got, I got to take them. Um, and then I'm going to take someone that I recently saw at the Preakness. I'm going to take Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is always, always sending out vibes. I always just – I equate good vibes with music. So a lot of the people I put down were music-based selections. So I'm taking Bruno. I mean, Bruno's always having a good time. The guy was having a great time at the Preakness, finished in about 50 minutes, threw the smoke up, got out, and everyone was thrilled <laughs> after waiting in the rain. So that's a dude that, that can't be brought down by the weather, can't be brought down anything. Bruno's just out there. He's vibing. All-time good vibes guy. RDT. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep this going with music. I'll take Post Malone. Again, I, oh. I think a guy who is just I love Post Malone. I think I think he's one of the most talented people out there. Every video you see of him seems like so much fun. He's having a blast. He's partying. He's doing all this stuff. I, I love him. I think he's great. He was fantastic in the new Ninja Turtle movies. If you haven't seen that, he's one of the bad guys, Ray Filet. Um he recently did one of the NPR um Tiny Desks, which is awesome which the tiny my daughter desks now, are low-key sweet they're so good i the only thing i wish is i wish they were on spotify like i i need it on spotify but um my daughter makes me she listens to the whole 20 minute playlist she watches it before she goes to bed now she loves post malone now too so it's i think he's great i love everything about him i think he's funny he has some all-time like some great clips at, at award shows and stuff like that so I'm not judging based on looks, you know. We're not we're not doing any of that, but I'm t- I'm taking I'm taking Post Malone cuz I feel like he would be just a fantastic hang. It's a good pick. Posty. He's a vibes guy for sure. Love him. For sure. Love him. He he's legitimately in my like top 5 musicians of all time, I think. He's good. Back you have two. I'm going to take uh what probably is the closest sports equivalent to Jimmy Buffett. Um, I think there's maybe two that really jump out as people who've really like monetized 
um, their craft, and one is is a perpetually seemingly unhappy person, and the other one is the opposite, and he also has passed away. But Arnold Palmer is the pick here. Mm. Um, just an all-time great vibes guy. Just always had a great crowd going. Um, he was the the fan favorite. Obviously parlayed that into great luxury brands, all kinds of resorts, uh, the famous logo, famous drink. Did a commercial with Scott Van Pelt himself. Um, just mm-hmm. like his wow. entire aura is good vibes. Just like strapping, big forearms, swing hard from the heels. Aw, shucks, you know, Jack Jack got me again. Uh, <laughs> attitude. <laughs> uh, Friggin' Jack. Yeah. Arnold Palmer's the pick. I like that. And one. he also yeah, invented one. the golf channel. I don't know that people, enough people really understand and appreciate People that. do not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the pick there. Uh, I'm going to shift into the celebrity realm here. Uh, I'm trying to think what you guys have taken. This might be the first actor. Have we taken an actor? No. I've been asleep at the wheel while I was doing some research here. I think Ryan Reynolds is, an, is a very much happy dude that everybody appreciates. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Um, mm-hmm. he's got good level of self-awareness where like, he knows he's like kind of a big deal, but he doesn't make a big deal about the fact that he's a big deal and does, um, the teasers about Deadpool and, and buys the soccer team and has fun with the fans and does all that good stuff. Um, I, I have a hard time thinking of anybody who has anything bad to say about Ryan Reynolds. It's a good, it's one. good pick. It's really Ryan good one. Reynolds has gone from potentially being an actor that like, people kind of resent because he's like so good looking and he's talented and just like, I hate this guy. Like he's kind of got it all going on and now has like done a great job. You're right. He's really like self-aware and the stuff with like Wrexham and all the stuff he does. He's just funny. Like he's a funny guy. Just a very funny guy. Great Instagram follow too. I don't know if you ever see like the stuff he posts about Blake Lively. Like it'll be her birthday and he'll just cut yeah, her Mary out. Of, like, Blake like every guy should hate this guy. <laughs> and we all like him. We all like him. He's um. Was he – he was Van Wilder – he was in Van Wilder, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I couldn't remember I, – obviously, I remember him mostly from waiting in Deadpool, but they, it's been 20, 15 years since I saw Van Wilder. But You should watch it. It's a great movie. Oh, and I, I remember it being hilarious. It's worth a rewatch, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a good pick. It's a very good pick. Um, let me see. Back to me. Yes. Um, I'm going to probably butcher this guy's name. Let me see. I should have had this up. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the uh, sports world. I just want to. I'm gonna butcher it anyways. Muninori Kawasaki. Everybody knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> My guy from the Blue Jays. With the Blue Jays. <laughs> yeah, he's again i mean whether it's the 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 monkey banana you know never cramp whether it's that one whether he it was he, he had the walk off against the orioles and he like pulled out that notebook and was like he gave this whole like diatribe straight from the notebook and he's just like cracking up and and he was just so happy and funny and then the all time clip it with i may have to tweet it out tomorrow is when he went to the cubs and they did the um uh karaoke during spring training and he sang um um don't want to miss a thing by aerosmith and it's like the it's just the funniest fucking video in the world if you haven't seen it you gotta watch it i'll probably tweet it out tomorrow but that guy is like the epitome of good vibe guy he's just every team needs someone like him 
bopping around the dugout, the clubhouse, any of that stuff, just keeping everybody loose. Like he was, he was the best. He's so goddamn funny. So I, ha- I had to pick him here. He, he just fit it so well. I like that pick. All right. I have two here. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to go in two different directions here. First off the board is going to be former guests on this show. I'm going to take two friends. Um, those guys are good vibes guys. We know that for a fact we've had them on. They have great vibes. They have great vibes at the shows. They have great vibes, big booty land. And they're teasing a big booty land announcement this last couple of days. So I cannot wait to see what that's about. Um, so they are, mm-hmm. they are top of mind for me right now. Cause I watched their whole video they put out today about like the history of the big booty mixes. So, uh, I'm going to take them first. And then I got to take the story of the day right now, the story of the year. I'm taking coach prime. <laughs> I mean, there's nobody exuding good vibes quite like Coach P right now. I mean, my goodness gracious. Personal. Coach Prime. I'm taking Coach Prime. The guy's tremendous right now. He's tremendous. It's all good vibes with Coach Prime. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. I, I love – I couldn't be more pro-Colorado right now. I was rooting I was rooting for Colorado. I mean, we're, we're sitting at the bar on Saturday night. And people are just outwardly rooting for Colorado. Just like in, like yeah. it's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. No one cared about Colorado at all. I stayed up till two thirty in the morning to watch that game, being like, <laughs> holding on, like did bet on it. Yeah, it, that was that was yeah. I mean, he's he's got it. Whatever. Well, we've known he's had it, but he's just the guy got it, man. Still has it. All right, is this one? This one is me now. Yeah. Clancy. Oh, all right. Got to go Clancy. Again, never, never a, a, a bad time when you're, when you're seeing Clancy, when you're sitting in a section. Um, I, you know, people go over to his section just to get beers. They walk over. Um, that's a guy who, again, through the, the, the good times and the bad, he's always smiling there at Camden Yards and selling you a beer and, and he's telling you a joke along the way. Um, He's just, he's the best. He's got pipes. He's got the hat. He has his own bobblehead. He has his own beer. That guy just, again, good vibes at the ballpark. They could be down 11 to one. And if you're in Clancy section, like you're still having a bunch of fun. So if you haven't had the pleasure, I forget what section it is. It's got to be, it's right on the first base side. I don't know if it's 16 or something down there. Um, right down there though. Clancy is a, is a, a class act and, and a true good vibes guy. I'm going to take the Your rock. Last... I got to take mm. the rock. Yeah. I mean, what another guy who's just like reinvented him himself and leveraged some successes into just like global prominence in a way that I don't know, like is the rock a top 10 most famous person on the planet? Is that a crazy question? No, I don't think it's don't out of the question at all. That that's the thing that's it's nuts. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty niche thing that he, you know, was his claim to fame, which is the wrestling. But for him to leverage that into what he has now, it's pretty unbelievable. And people, people are semi-serious when they're like, "Hey, like he should run for president someday." <laughs> and Coach I don't Prime, know that Coach any... Prime said it on the, the college game day last week. People were like, "Oh, well, maybe, well, yeah, I don't know." He's just that well liked. I think that says enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't, again, another guy who doesn't take himself too seriously. Um, the Rock. Dwayne Johnson. It's a good one. 
And then uh, this was going to be my my last pick the whole way, and I feel like the Clancy pick throws a little bit of water on it, but I'm taking real fan Dan. Um, just popping the shirt off early fourth quarter when the birds are down three um, or, or they're up three and need a bigger defensive stop. I mean, he's the guy in the building that gets the place going. It's true. And uh, I saw him at an O's game do a little bit of the same a couple weeks ago. Just brings the good juice. Just a high vibes guy. Yeah. Yeah, you guys aren't flowing with that one, but it's fine. No, it's, it's, it's again, it doesn't mean anything to me, but I, I see where you're coming from. I get that. It's good. It doesn't do a ton for me, but it's good. You're more of a, and everyone see more of a captain defense kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> not particularly. He's fine as well. Every, all the, all those people are, are, are good. It's I'm not, you know, real fan. Dad gets it done. He did do a nice job at the Orioles game Sunday. Um, Starting with the Ravens jersey, popping it off, and going to the Orioles jersey. That was a that was a good little move by him. It worked Didn't out. Even well. know he had done that. That's that just yep. sounds very on brand. Yep, Stand he was, he lane, was there buddy. Sunday. Stand he he lane, was there Sunday Dan. when I was there. Yeah, they gave him a nice little. Uh, they gave him a nice little ovation. RDT, finish your squad. Yeah. Where was he sitting for that? They should have had him in the center field bar. Like like you know. I gotta be like, honest. I think they had him in the suite. Him. Oh shit! Must be nice. <laughs> <Fucking>. <laughs> Real but I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. I feel Jesus like I wasn't paying Christ. attention. I wasn't really paying attention, but I think that's where he was up in the perch. I could be totally wrong. That could be totally wrong. <laughs> I'm going to get attacked for attacking real fan Dan. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Honestly, would be a good troll by him. That I would respect that. Just sitting in the suite doing this whole thing like by himself, beers and drinks. Like I'm the common man. Yeah, I <laughs> just like gets popped into the suite. RDT, your last pick. Um, if if you know me, this this pick is not like that. It's not. It's you knew it was coming. It's Tim Robinson. It has to be. His whole his whole I'm vibe. If he was follow, your first pick. If you follow him on Instagram, well, I knew I could get him with my fifth. If you follow him on Instagram, you know he's just he's always posting very funny stuff. It's like he posts his comedy and then he posts him skateboarding, which he's just an awesome skateboarder, and then he just posts his kids. And like now he's just, you know, obviously he's always been a Lion fan, Detroit fan. Um, he's from there, but he had a show called Detroiters. But now like they're doing the blue face mask, the, the, the you know, the thing like that. They're on the NFL page. They're doing all that stuff with the Lions. So he's a perfect, like he's, he's getting with the Lions and the Lions are playing well. It's like right around the time that he's really starting to pop off. So it's a nice like match made in heaven. Um, and he's just the best. He's so funny. And, and again, just nothing but great vibes. So. I think I have a solid, uh, a solid fivesome there with my my good vibe tribe, if you will. So, I was gonna take Snoop Dogg with this pick, but and mention this person in the honorable mention. But I'm gonna have them be picked in the draft, and it's someone already to you do not know. It is someone that Banks does know. I'm gonna take Brian, our good pal, Mr. Patrick Dugan with the last pick of this draft. <laughs> One of the all-time good vibes, guys. And he crossed my mind as I was thinking good vibes, guys. And I wasn't going to pick him because nobody knows, except for our friends, who he is. But I'm like, you know what? He deserves to be picked. So Patty Dukes is my final pick in the good vibes, guys, draft. What a gu- guy just made of good vibes. Tremendous the, vibes, guy. His, his entire presence, he's always looking for vibes. In the middle of the 
ultra competitive captain's cup we do you're out there with the dugan black group we're just out there playing we're just out there playing <laughs> so much fun so i'm taking he's, dugan i'm, I'm he's taking easy dugan. for him when he just shows up to that thing every year and, and just cleans house on everybody yes but, yeah yeah uh, just one of the all-time guys one of the all-time guys so he gets picked i hope he listens we'll maybe he'll listen maybe he won't we'll find <laughs> out if he listens each week through this but um <laughs> he's getting taken so sorry snoop dog Sorry, Paul Rudd, who was also somebody that I thought of here. Ooh. Neither of you are getting picked. Mm. Go on. Yeah. So to review, Banks, Jimmy Buffett, Arnold Palmer, Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, and Real Fan Dan, uh, RDT, Scott Van Pelt, Post Malone. Is it Minoru Nagasaki? Kawasaki. I think it's Kawasaki. Min- oh, I thought he said Nagasaki. M U N E N O R I. Muni Nori. I think it's Muni Nori. Okay. Um, Clancy and Tim Robinson, and I took uh, the Beach Boys, Bruno Mars, two friends, Coach Prime, and our guy, Patty Dukes. Like I said, Paul Rudd and Snoop Dogg were my other people in contention there. I also had Kelly Slater down. Um, oh, ripping the waves, of course. Body surfing. Stevie, Stevie Wonder um, and Bob Marley, who it's pretty shocking he didn't get taken, considering I think people think he's like, that's like the king of good vibes with the with the kind of music he makes reggae, but those are a couple, those are a couple I had kind of in the, the, I didn't think of a lot of sports ones. They just weren't coming to my head. Weren't coming to my head. I had, um, my, I had three honorable mentions. One, Tim. Oh, and Charles Barkley. Sorry. Charles Barkley came to my head at one point as well. You can see that. He can be cranky though. He can't be. Yeah. That's why I didn't take him. He can be cranky. Um, I'm going. I, I, my, my honorable mentions were Kirkjian. I didn't want, I was, I could have doubled up with Kirkjian and SVP. Um, Tom from MySpace. I feel like that guy was always good vibes. Just, <laughs> yeah, living the life, man. Um, and then this one just came to me, and I, I probably could have taken him. Steve Irwin, Crocodile Hunter, man. Oh, that, that guy. Yeah. May rest in peace. May rest yeah. in peace. That's a great one. That we is a great have, one. Yeah, had to get him in there, but that that would have been a good uh, a good one. To, That's a great to, one. To part of my team. Yep. I I had a whole bunch that came to my head as I was building this draft board on the fly uh zach brown came to came to mind he does have some downer songs um at his peak yazil puig he was so fun and just talk about baseball on twitter so he was on there you if you if you were to start going down that road then you could also like pick out sammy sosa 1998 and just pick people in vacuums and be like oh that was just the best yeah they had like fun fun or had like fun runs like jeremy lynn was like a good vibe situation for a while Tebow, guy, college guy Tebow. I believe is a, is a big vibes guy. He's not really yep, my, for my sure. cup of tea per, per se, but um, I also had Paul Rudd. Uh, Tom Hanks is is pretty well liked, and I think he he gives off good energy all the time. Uh, Ricky Fowler was an athlete I, that I came to mind for me. Um, Jack Black, I feel like another guy who doesn't mm-hmm. take himself too seriously. Uh, Shane Lowry, when I started to think about who I'd want to drink a beer with, John Daly is another big miss, I think. Um, I don't know if he's good vibes, he's a vibe of what? some sort, he's definitely a vibe of some sort. Yeah, I don't know if it's a good vibe. <laughs> I like... had a, I had, I because this is how I thought about Miguel and Hel Jimenez from a golfing standpoint, but I just think he's interesting rather than a good vibe. <laughs> Fair, like, um, I feel like he's good the same. Person. Sure, you can make the same argument for for Chuck Barkley as Shaq, 
when you hear stories about Shaq, like just being at a store and buying some kid mm-hmm. a laptop, shit like yeah. that, it's like, oh, that's just that's just good energy. And then Adam Sandler gives off good vibes too. Yeah, a lot of comedians could get thrown in this category, probably. Um, yep. My last one was Kenny Chesney, No Shoes Nation. That's he's a he's a vibes guy. Sure, sure. Once again, not a guy I listen to a lot of, but you see like the persona and everything, and it just feels like he's just kind of out there having a good time. I will say, saw um, Luke Bryan in concert. He was a great vibes guy. A lot of country, the, the country uh, singers can jump into this as well because a lot of that's just about having a good time. Songs. Is he is he the guy married to Gwen Stefani? That's Blake Shelton. These guys are all the same to me. I had no. <laughs> I didn't know. I, That's not that unreasonable a question, actually. No, it's they, not. It's I really think, not. Pardon my take. Had Luke Bryan on, and the entire time I was like, he doesn't sound anything like he sounds like on TV. Like when he sings, <laughs> he sounds. Good. He's oh, he he is Dewey Cox. It's the same voice. Yeah, I gotta look. Once What's you his hear name? it, who, you can't who was I talking it. about? Blake Luke Sheldon. Ryan or Blake Shelton? I'm, I'm just gonna look them both up. Stefani's guy is Blake Shelton. Okay, so who's the other one? Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. Yeah. See, I didn't know there was a difference between Luke Bryan and who's the who's chicken fry dating Zach. Wait, how are we um, getting chicken fried in the mix now? Zach Brown? Yeah, she's dating Zach. No, she's talking about What's Brianna chicken fry. Zach Bryan, although I just saw a video that said she was oh, Zach single. Bryan. Maybe, that was a, okay. maybe that was a false tease from BFFs. I saw that today. All right, I've seen, I've, I've seen this Luke Bryan guy before. I've seen him. This is such Luke Bryan. So there's a Luke really Bryan, is. there's a it's Zach Bryan, there's a Zach Brown, there's a Zach Brown band. Are they the same? There's so Zach Bryan and a Zach Brown. Ah, this is too much. I got it. Yeah, you're, you're has right. a band who's that's, been around for 15 years, but yeah. Somebody tweeted to me and explained it to me. That's chicken fried on a country uh, called chicken fried that that brown. Yes. Circa like just 2000. Just, just move on, Taylor. Just leave me. <laughs> that's behind. a starting five draft presented by Fed Thrill. Use the promo code at 52 to check out. You do. You did say though, um, Mr. RDT, that you have a hot take to a spouse here. And that hot take will be presented by the black eyed Susan spice company. Use the promo code exit 52 to get a discount on their wonderful selections of, of products. Another locally owned company, exit 52 black eyed, Susan spices.com. The floor is yours. I don't need any more of the Kelsey brothers. I'm, I'm good from here on out. I just and it's not it's not against your girl Taylor. I was done with them pretty much before this whole like storyline came out of Travis Kelsey and her who now they're just apparently they hung out twice and they're texting. I don't need any more like to hear about Jason Kelsey proposing to his wife and her knowing because it's about how long he goes into the bathroom. Like the podcast goes viral every week. It's like, yeah, we get it. They're funny brothers. Oh yeah, and they played against each other in the Super Bowl and their mom was there. It's great. It's just so overblown now, I think. Like, every single week, it's like, oh, and then Jason Kelsey said this today on the podcast. And it's like, all right, get it. Perfect. That's fine. I'm just – they seem to I – mean, again, their podcast, I'm sure, is very good. It kind of, like, blew up last year during the football season. But I'm just – I'm over I'm over the, the whole Kelsey brother tribe thing. And, and if Travis doesn't get me more points, I'm just going to absolutely trade his ass in fantasy. So mm, that'll show. Um, oh yeah, it will. Wow. It will. 
Yeah. If, uh, can I Listen, say this after that comment? This feels personal. This feels a little sports, personal. Brother. Stick to feels sports. a little personal. Not a not a good vibes guy. RDT. No, I I think I'm a decent vibes guy. I wouldn't say good, but I just don't I need Jason say... and Travis every day in my face. The Jason Kelsey stuff today with T Swift felt like a cloud chase. It's it that's all it is. It's a PR move. It's a money grab. And before it didn't feel like as much of a cloud chase. And then today it felt like a little bit of a cloud chase. I'm sure and I'm I, sure you guys are not happy case, with, with how they're don't don't be using T Swift for cloud if that's what we're trying to do here. Don't there love it goes. That. See? Don't love that. If you that's the case, I don't, I'm not confirming. I, I don't have anything really against any of the Kelsey brothers. I, they're entertaining. I don't listen to their podcast. I assume that it's good. Um, they seem like good guys. They're whatever. Um, it's, it gets lost, which I think is amazing. And maybe this happened just a little too early in his career for it to go more, be more famous. Travis Kelsey had a dating show about himself, which I think is amazing <laughs> in retrospect, considering how good of a player he's become. I wish he was doing it now. If he did it now after the Taylor Swift stuff, it would be huge. He just did it too early. I think that's amazing. I think more athletes should do that. I think it'd be wildly entertaining. Um, so, yeah, I don't feel that strongly about them in any way, but sure. If they if they keep abusing Taylor Swift's name for clicks and listens, I'm sure you guys will come along. Wouldn't love it. But would it be the Jason- first time that somebody did it? I think Jason's giddy up for the Eagles Super Bowl parade was the dumbest shit. Like it made no sense. Yes, that's yeah. That the speech and all Just that. Like, oh, that he, said, he said the F word. We get it. Funny. Ha ha. Let's move on from it. So that's all. That's all there I have to go. say. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. But on the other hand, if our girl finds love with him and she he makes her happy, no one will that I would, like no one will be Travis. That I don't feel like that's happening. That but if Let's it does, you can can you picture her sitting in a suite with Brittany Mahomes and Jackson Mahomes for a playoff game? I don't even know if she would go to the games. To be really? honest. Yeah. No. And if she did, she would keep a pretty low profile, I think. She would definitely not be sitting with Brittany Mahomes. And let very me much like her. if that happened, that that would make that would put me into a mind pretzel that I truly don't want to be in. Just like Taylor to Taylor. stay stay on the lowdown, like like when Little Wayne is playing at the VMAs, and you just happen to be on but camera here, the whole time. Singing. But here's the, she is on camera the whole time because they just film the I crowd know. the entire time. The dedicated Taylor Swift camera shot. I love that in that moment. This is me being a total homer, but I love that Taylor's just like screw it. I'm just gonna get hammered and just give them exactly what they want. This is this is what they want. They want me to just sing and dance and, and do all this dumb stuff. I'm just gonna be a clown. Like go out. Good for her for having fun. <laughs> she had fun that's the hot take Nick Cannon Bradley <laughs> thank you to Black Cat Susan Spice Company promo code XBD2 Black Cat Susan Spices dot com Nick Cannon Bradley Maryland person of the week Banks didn't expect to be going first um, didn't really come up with anything you were just creative the, here you but, just uh, hadn't talked for a while so I no can't. I get that no that's how that works um, I'm just gonna shout out James I'm not gonna dox anybody say their full name but I uh, sent a screenshot out to uh, the boys a couple nights ago had a uh, so new new career last few months I'm doing uh, accounting and finance recruiting and I've got a little robot that sends out messages 
I think like 50 of them a day or something like that, or I get 50 a week that my LinkedIn account allows me to send out. And so it just is a very generic message like, oh, we should meet or like have a, we should connect on LinkedIn and blah, 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 blah. Um, connected with some guy and he was like, oh yeah, I'm happy with where I'm at. Um, oh, by the way, love the pod, which is always like weird to have that intersection of this professional life that I have that, um, you know, involves like CPAs and very like, you know, rigid individuals for the most part. But when I find the good ones out there, I love to hear it. Um, so like I said, I'm not going to shout out, uh, you know, full names or anything, but shout out to James who loves the pod. Thanks for listening. Thanks to everybody who listens. And, uh, for any of you, uh, low key CPAs out there, reach out to me on LinkedIn. No big deal. Um, little mini plug for your boy. Shout out James. <laughs> shout out James. Shout out James. Eric. Uh, I'm just going to go the Astros or not the Astros, the angels for not choking this game away tonight because the Orioles needed that one. So yeah, we love praising the angels on the show. We're going, we're going the angels, big angels podcast. One of the biggest. Absolutely. Um, I was going to had a couple different directions. I was potentially going to go in here, uh, but we haven't, but, you should just take your shirt because that is a fucking fantastic shirt. I love that. Yeah, I have, I have the Terps. It's so the good. Terps. Script Terps shirt on. So I will go with them. I will go with the Terps. We haven't really talked the Terps 3-0 start on this uh, a ton and fairly so. It's been not the strongest schedule to start, but they've looked impressive uh, outside of some shaky first quarters in the last two games. Been very good defensively. Um, I think there's still another level for the offense to go and they've scored – 38 plus in every game. So um, interesting game Saturday against a Michigan state team that obviously if you're following sports at all, has a lot going on. Um, so that will be fascinating to see what happens there. Um, but chance to be five and zero going into the horseshoe in a couple weeks, which would be pretty wild. Um, and I think they have the potential to win nine regular season games, maybe 10. So if you can, figure out a way to get it done against the Ohio state or Michigan or Penn state. You've got a lot of winnable games in the rest of them. Rutgers, Northwestern. So I, I should have picked um, a couple of just beautiful establishments in college park. And that's town hall uh, as well as CP liquors. Shout out to Sue at CP liquors. I walked in there on my 21st birthday with my fresh ID and then, she gave me all the goodies from behind the bar that the the liquor distributors give her, the shot glasses, the, the odds and ends. It's a bunch of airplane shots, that type of stuff. Um, you know, certain people, not going to name any names, had been in there for a couple of years already, uh, maybe under a different moniker. She always <laughs> played the game. Um, you know, it's it stinks for... I don't, I don't know if I mentioned these two places are closing. That shopping center is closing. And these are establishments that are near and dear to people who have gone to Maryland and College Park for, for decades. Um, it's just like real estate development is just the landlords are shutting them down. So that's some bullshit. Um, these places need to be protected. But what are you going to do? So pouring out for a couple good ones. Like everything. I mean, DP Doe has probably been gone for a bit, but. I mean, that was a place in that shopping center for years, um, among among other things. So, didn't we go to Town Hall after the Maryland uh, baseball game last year? That where we ended up? Probably. I think Probably. so. If I don't make it to Looney's, because Looney's can be overrun at times, 
mm-hmm. and I'm over there in those stadium areas, I there's a good chance I land at Town Hall. It's exactly what that's exactly what happened last year after the baseball game. We tried to go to Looney's, and I think we just walked across the street to Town Hall. Yep. Yeah. Which is no offense to Cornerstone and Bentley's, those fine establishments that I freaking had quite a bit back in the day. It's just those things are away from a lot of the parking and away from your, your great escape up Foot route one to, to 95. So, yeah. Um, College Park, it's a it's a well said. College Park, um, well, first of all, in some articles, I guess the owner of Town Hall it didn't get bought out, but it's their like leases being renewed. So they're trying to, I think, survive. I don't know what the situation with town hall is. Um, they're got bought out, so they're not surviving, but I don't know if they're going somewhere else. I would assume that they're not college park lacks bars down that direction. Um, and just lacks bars in general. I think we've talked about this before. Um, it just continues to be shocking how few bars are there as options. You know, you have your, obviously your student options down the other way. But the, where Looney's is, it's still a student option. There's still a ton of students that go to. And I heard after the football game, there's like a giant line or whatever. But like you need a couple bars for like on the homecomings of the world and for things for their like when you have the mass of people. And you hope as the football program can just get better. just feels like more bars could survive as like good game day places like that has the overflow like a town hall used to like you said, Banks. There's just not those places like walkable down by like you said parking or where you can easily kind of get out for people that are kind of coming in for the game it's, it's unfortunate um i would say so we'll see if maybe that stuff will start to pop up more but like it, they just need one more loonies it's like they just wish they had one more loonies like right yeah, around with, there as with well. a with just a regular ass layout and not some weird l-shape bottleneck yeah. layout or just like a sports bar just needs like a sport like just one yeah. more sports bar that people can go to like that it would, yep. be, it would be nice. It would be nice. I know there's some things like farther down past Bentley's that are whatever. Um, and some of those new communities that have sprouted up, they're like restaurants with some bars in them, but there's not enough like generally surrounding. Um, like you go, I, like I was just in state college for um, a work trip this week. There are so many freaking bars that are just in and around there. If it, it feels like maybe I'm wrong, maybe a Penn state grad that, that um, listens can, can, steer me wrong on that and if i if i have that but it just feels like there are a lot more options than there ever on college park um good stuff there gentlemen um do you have the dead or alive list banks we want to try to hit every segment here for the first time in a while oh my god i uh i mean this is not one that we've done in in weeks and weeks and weeks let me see if i have anything in the uh in the old uh holster here I have a tab for this. I may have like closed it out to be honest. Shit, I don't think I have one. Well, I put you on the spot. I could have easily texted you at any point. Uh, Braylon Edwards. Dude was on Hard Knocks like three weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah, he's alive. Yeah, he's alive. He I feel like camp. so yeah. many of those. What like, an absolute shot wrong... at Braylon Edwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a point of this. There's a point of this. I feel like so many um, like college football, somewhat big names that had NFL careers that maybe weren't like huge have gone on mm-hmm. and unfortunately passed away the last like 15 years. Like your Cedric mm-hmm. Benson's, your um, you know, Alex um, Collins is like somewhat of an example recently, but it's very Chris tragic. Henry, Chris Henry was a very tragic death. Who was yeah, the wide receiver? 
His name it's is not one Joey of Galloway. Names that, like falls in a similar where you could easily get him mixed up with some other ones. Uh, what's uh, was it Brandon it's Marshall? No, he's or a lot. Terry uh, Glenn the is what I'm Broncos thinking of. One. He's on TV. Brandon Marshall. Marius Thomas. Marius Thomas. Thomas. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Marius Thomas. Vincent oh, Jackson. Yeah. Vincent Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, Vincent Jackson. Yeah. Oh, apologies to the to the Edwards family. I mean, no <laughs> offense, but um, I just yeah. I, I forgot about crossed, Cedric Benson. He crossed my mind, and he was think, like, right? "Wait, is he one of those guys?" No, I think that was a motorcycle accident in Austin or something. I think he was running. I thought he was like running or the, I don't know. Chris, they found it. Chris Henry's was like when he was still in the league, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. No, that one like, was wild. Yeah. That was a and bad one. That there's really a, and that, came, that comes to my mind specifically because his um kid, his kid, his kid just committed guy. to play at Ohio state, just committed to play at Ohio yeah. state apparently. Um, and, and I don't think they, people know this. Like I think they got taken in by Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, I think, like I think Pac-Man that's right. Jones, yeah. like which, like considering everything that's been said about Pac-Man Jones, that's a hell of a gesture by him um, to to do that for those guys are both West Virginia guys. Did he get so arrested that this was, week? That was a really cool story. He got it's a yeah, bizarre story about like he was mad about it, something on his flight. Um, Charger wasn't working or something like an outlet. Um, on September 11, twenty twenty three, Jones was arrested after police Ugh. responded to a. <laughs> Responded to a report again. of an uh, come on of an unruly passenger at Cincinnati Northern Kentucky International Airport. Jones was booked on misdemeanor counts of alcohol intoxication, disorderly contact, and terroristic threatening. Oh, Pac-Man. That's what I'm saying. Not the day to do it, Pac-Man. Gotta be better. I will Break say this. <laughs> Michael Block won the Southern California PGA Pro Championship this week. Or today. Oh boy. The Block Party continues. <laughs> this is a tough this is tough for pac-man he has three different subsections to his legal issues sections on his wikipedia we i don't i don't <laughs> that, we hate that 2005 to 2006 is one then las vegas shooting case and suspension and then 20 2007 to present <laughs> pac-man pac-man's on isn't pac-man on mcafee's show every once in a while yeah yeah, yeah. like literally like every week yeah. um there's uh, the, the clip of shipley him yeah, the pick of him or the video of him punching Kellen Winslow in the face from like the 2004 Big East, like West Virginia Miami game is one of my favorite clips of all time. Kellen Winslow's like six foot six, just jacked, and Pac Man's like five eight, and he just absolutely sticks him right in the face, like just smokes just Kellen Winslow. Turned into a segment of incarcerated or not. <laughs> yeah. All right, we better wrap this up before I get wow. us in trouble. Yeah. yeah, sorry to Braylon yeah. Edwards. The one, thing I the one thing I was the last thing I was gonna say about Pac-Man played, I think, way longer in the league Braylon than Edwards. I think people remember. He was in the league forever. Yeah, yeah, that's so tough time. against Braylon Edwards. He also was a, he also moonlit as a professional wrestler. And with that, he fought and with that, Rowdy like two years ago. Yeah, what a career. <laughs> um, and with that, we end the show. Uh, once again, our apologies to Braylon Edwards and his family. Seems like a lovely guy. So we've, that we've was tweeted just, it out. I think Matt's it, been tweeted I'm out. Sorry. I'm sorry. I really yeah. am. <laughs> I've been laughing to myself just at how stupid that was. Uh, Braylon Edwards. <laughs> we should cut the clip. I think when you say that, me and RDT just go, just get big eyed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man.
Thanks once again to all of our sponsors, Fed Thrill, Black Hat Susan Spice Companies. Go to either of their websites, use the promo code XK2, get a discount. Thanks to Jimmy Seafood as well, one of our favorite partners. Um, you can follow the podcast at Exit52Podcast on all of your social media platforms. Um, you can follow Eric at E-D-I-T-T-I-22. You can follow Banks at Barstool Banks. You can follow me at Taylor Smith 10 To our other fellas, not on the show tonight, go listen to the Jumbo set they just released this morning with um, Jack Sutleman. You can follow them. Jake Luke, his name, L-O-U-Q-U-E. And you can follow Spenny at Ravens 4 Dummies. That's the number four between Ravens and Dummies. Um, there will be a Ravens preview. Are you jumping on that, Banks? This week, I don't know. I, uh, the the panda opener. Oh, the yeah, be, it's a Thursday. The panda could opener be a could conflict. We'll see. Yeah, uh, another um, announcement to come. But Ryder Cup Sunday, as well as Ravens at Browns. I think we're going to be doing a little something at Mother's, a little all you can drink. So hopefully, get you out there in the morning to watch uh, USA put a beat down on Team Europe and roll right into kick at. Uh, for Ravens, uh, Browns. And if you're going to the O's game for, you know, three o'clock game, one sixty-two against the Sox, it could be a great, great stopping point for you to catch a little golf, catch a little first half football and then go catch a bird. So we're going to party. We're going to have a good time. Uh, more to come on that. There you go. Perfect tease. Um, make sure to go listen to the jumbo set. As we said, instant analysis, still a lot of relevant stuff there. So go check that out. If you have not, uh, we have an instant analysis, um, post Ravens Colts on Sunday as well. Um, depending on who's available, we'll be on that show. So a lot of great content to come. And, and as Banks said, um, some in-person stuff too, where we'll all be out uh, enjoying. That's a great Sunday, Ryder Cup into football, some baseball there as well. Mm. Uh, we will see you next time on the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy's Seafood. <laughs>